When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, y'all? And welcome to Confidence. Today's podcast um, is going to be crazy. I have so many different stories and angles and things to tell you that I don't even know how I'm going to fit it all in here, but we're going to try. I've had probably the most insane last six, seven days in a really long time. There was so much that happened. It was my birthday. My celibacy period was supposed to be done. I met up with some people. Things got rowdy. I fucking tore my Achilles tendon. Bro, it has, it has been absolutely insane. Um, to be honest, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start from the beginning of the week, you know, last week, uh, and I'm going to make my way to present day because I think that's just going to be the easiest way. And then what we're going to do from there is we, I asked you guys signs that you're just not that into them. And it's related to one of the stories uh, that I'm going to tell today in the podcast. So we're going to respond to some of those. You guys wrote some funny ass things. Um, and then we're also going to hit up some voice um, situations, questions, reactions to that as well, right? Signs you're just not into them. All right. We've got a packed fucking day. So let's just start from the jump. All right. Last week, right? So this is before my birthday. Now, as you guys know, my celibacy period was supposed to end on November 13th, which was my birthday. Um, so last week I was actually, if you guys were also following along on my Instagram, the car vlogs, I've been talking to this girl. I nicknamed her code name banana. Um, it's a blonde girl who is very stunning. Uh, but she does happen to be, you know, an inch or two taller than me. <laughs> Um, not a problem. You know what I'm saying? I make with what I got. I got, I got to do what I got to do. Um, and to be honest, I really had a couple good days with her. We went on an initial date where I took her to lunch. We sat on the same side. She was giving me good energy, walked her back to the crib. Um, the crib walked her back to the crib, <laughs> took her back to the house. Nah, I dropped her off at her house. Um, gave her a little peck and we kept it moving. Um, I saw her again at my house. Um, nothing happened. Um, but you know, we were just vibing, have a good time. She's a wine drinker. I'm a smoker. We were just sitting there. We were vibing. Now, after we hung out that second time, you know, there was something in my mind that was telling me that I was like, you know, I like this girl. Cause like, I, I like her, um, how would you say it? Her emotional intelligence. I love how calm she is. I actually love her confidence. There was a lot about her that I really did enjoy, but I, I just kept getting this feeling and I expressed this to my therapist the, the week before. And I was like, you know, I like her, but like, 
I'm just not sure she's me and her are fully aligned. There's a couple things that were just for me a little bit out of place. Number one, um, I don't think she was much of a gym girl. Like I said, she's more of a drinker. So that's more of her energy. You understand what I'm saying? Like go out, be a little bit of social butterfly, you know, have a drink at the jacuzzi type energy. And again, it, that's not, not me. Um, but again, it is just a little bit different. Like I'm just a lot more, I think routine oriented work focused, um, you know, again, gym focused. Um, and I think that was something that's like a big deal for me. I think especially when I'm like looking forward to my, you know, future person, I honestly, I think I'm at the point where I really know that it's going to be somebody that has their habits on point that, um, you know, again, their, their lifestyle matches mine. Their lifestyle is about their physical health. It's about their, uh, emotional health. And, and again, this girl was very, um, how'd you say it? Emotionally intelligent. It was not anything to do with that. Um, but again, also I did feel okay. And that's what I'm saying. So I was getting these vibes and I'm like, eh, I'm not hundred percent sure we hang out last week. Now I invited her over, you know, we're on the couch. Shit is escalating. But I will say this, I did feel during that time, um, you know, I was like, I was questioning it a little bit. And so now we're going to go back to trusting your intuition, right? I remember I threw the rule book out. I said, no more rules, no more, never this, no more, never that. I'm just going to follow my intuition. I think it was a Thursday night. Uh, this was prior to my birthday, right? It was Thursday night. And I invited her over in the beginning of the day and it was now the end of the day. I was at the gym. I remember I was doing fucking calf raises and I remember having this mental conversation with myself. I was like, damn, I was like, you know, I got this podcast to edit. I'm really fucking busy right now. I have so much going on. I'm like, fuck, like, do I really want to hang out with this girl tonight? Um, you know, and, and there was something inside of me. I was, I was asking myself, I legitimately, I swear on my life, I'm asking myself, I'm like, Chris, what is the answer here? Like truly, like, what do you think the right answer is here? And my gut was telling me, Chris, I don't know. I feel like you know deep down that this person isn't the forever person and I you're probably better off working. <laughs> so I was like, damn. So what I did was I, I finished my set. I go back home and I'm thinking about it more. I'm thinking about it more. I'm like, ah, but I did promise her that I would see her. Um, and now she's asking me if I want to chill or like what time. So I kind of made a compromise with myself a little bit. And I was like, you know what? All right, why don't I tell her and, and let her know because this is important to me that I do need to edit this podcast um, and that, you know, we kind of just got to figure out when we can chill. So I kind of gave her the option. I call her on the phone. You know, I'm feeling this way inside internally. And I'm like, hey, listen, like I, you know, I want to chill tonight, but I'll be honest with you. Like I really need to edit this podcast. So there's two options. Number one, I do it tonight and we pick another time or I just do it in the morning and you come over and we go to bed early. So she's like, no, I love that. Let's like, I'll just come over now and we'll go to bed early. I was like, perfect. I was like, you know what? Great. It's like eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? We'll get to bed early. Nice. I still get my cuddles. I still get my, my moment of balance, right? To be able to just like chill and be with somebody I enjoy being around. So she comes over on Thursday night. Um, again, like it, it's like, I, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, bro, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, again, this is, this is the signs uh, that again, not that you're just not that into him because again, I guess that's what it is. I'm just being fucking real. You're right. It is that, uh, I, I was feeling that way. You know, it's like, I, it's like, I felt it coming and I, and I just, not that I ignored it, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. it. Again, it just felt good to be around somebody. 
Um, long story short, she comes over again. It's hard, right? Like she's on my couch. Like, yo, this girl's fire. Like she's hot. She really is. She's a good looking girl. Um, but I just remember like being on the couch with her and you know, we're cuddling and we're kissing and you know, we're just like fucking around. Um, and I just felt like there were moments in time in the conversation where I kind of just like felt that we weren't on the same page. It was kind of disconnected. Um, I think from like, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a cultural or an intellectual standpoint. I just feel like me and her were not necessarily a good match or on the same page. Um, and and I'm, I don't really know the exact reasons. And, and here's the thing. I don't want to, you know, create judgment. Uh, other than the fact that, again, as I, I don't think that me and her are that much in alignment. And to be honest, like, it's not that she was hard to talk to. She was easy to talk to. But it felt like we were running out of things to talk about. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, that to me was the sign. When I feel like I'm like you know, just like, oh, like, you know, I'm trying, like, there's moments of silence and I'm like, what the fuck do I even say to this person? That for me is the sign where I'm like, oh, you know, something, something weird's going on here, right? If I'm, if I'm chilling with you and, and I'm feeling like there's moments where, you know, we're catching a lot of awkward silences and it just doesn't feel supernatural. Like I know, you know, so I had those feelings as we're like, you know, making out and shit on the couch. Uh, long story short though, you know, things escalate, we go upstairs and, uh, and this is, again, this is before my birthday, right? We go upstairs, we lay down, um, you know, it, it just didn't, it just didn't move that naturally. I don't know how to explain it. Like I get in the bed, we're both in the bed and it's just like, all right, do you want the lights on the lights off? Like it just then became this thing where it was almost just like, we knew what was coming, but we both were just like, it wasn't really like the moment. And I felt like that in itself, um, was telling to me, right. It was telling to me that this, this connection, this emotional connection, this connection that we're supposed to have, I don't think is really popping off. Uh, nevertheless, your, your boy <laughs> takes a little bit of a Cialis. Um, you know, I, I go and turn the lights on I come back in the bed. Um, initially it was a little bit of a struggle, but you know, we took a step back for a half a second. We cuddled for a little bit. Uh, we got into it real slow. Um, and next thing you know, you know, your boy, uh, broke his celibacy. Very nice though. Honestly, here's the thing. I wasn't mad about it in the moment. I'm like, damn, she's hot. <laughs> I definitely, it was definitely a lustful moment for me, but I will say this. As soon as this happens, right, first off, you guys remember, I haven't nutted in a minute. It's been a minute. Yo, I'm not joking. Like, it is so sensitive with me in there, it's not even funny. Like, I'm I'm just, my D is just in there, and I just already, I cannot control myself. I feel like I'm about to explode. So I'm just going hella slow, in and out, in and out. And I could tell she's like, all right, you know, fuck me. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, you know, because like I want to, and I, and I see her having this moment. Uh, long story short, you know, I want to say about 130 seconds go by. <laughs> And your boy, um, yeah, pull out, fucking <laughs> drop a giant load all over this girl. <laughs> and I apologize. And I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm 
it's like it's been a while, you know. I, I I don't have the the wheels moving as I used to, you know. Back in the day when I was fucking just pounding Vaj, you know, things were a lot easier. I was fucking in it, bro. I was fucking hitting it. I could be hitting it for like 30, 40 minutes. Your boy was rolling. Like I, the energy was still there. But the sensitivity, right? Like it was just so sensitive. I was just like, oh. <laughs> so long story short, you know, do that. She's definitely like looking at me like, well, that was it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's all I got for you, actually. Um, you know, I we we that was it. I fucking clean her up, you know, one, two, fucking. Wax on, wax off, get her all done. Um, and uh, yeah, we turn the lights off, we go to sleep. She leaves at seven in the morning and hi ho And here's the thing, I wake up in the morning and I will say this though. I honestly, and this is me being real, I didn't feel that great for doing that. I really did not. I really did not. Like I waited all of this time to lustfully sleep in a situation where Maybe we haven't established enough emotional connection or again, maybe just the connection wasn't there. And to be honest, like I just remember feeling like afterwards a little bit, just like kind of like disappointed almost like, and, and it wasn't with her at all. Like it really wasn't her fault at all. Right. Like she was showing up. She likes me, you know, she was vibing. Um, but I think for me, it was like, damn, you know, I, I really waited all this time and I did that and you know, it was supposed to be like a moment that I was supposed to share with somebody and I felt like it should have been special and it didn't feel that way, you know? And I think this goes back to the whole like casual sex thing. Like if you're, I'm not just at the point where I've like, yo, if I'm sleeping with somebody like, yo, there needs to be a connection. There needs to be a, a mental connection. I'm sorry. Like, like that is it. I don't care physically. Like, yes, physically was this girl fire? Absolutely. Absolutely. But at the same time too, is like, because we're not connecting on that mental level, you know, it, it translates into the bedroom. It translates there. You know, you don't have as much chemistry. You don't have as much fun. There's not that same type of energy because you guys aren't on the same page. So I remember waking up feeling like, damn, like, you know, like that was good. But like, to be honest, like, should I have done that? again, accept yourself in all decisions. So here's the thing. I'm not like getting mad at myself or feeling guilty. And that's the key here, right? It's like, I still did something. Yeah. Is it like maybe, uh, did I feel a, an uncomfortable feeling? Yes. But also think about this. It was against the thing that I've been talking about, right? It was against my intuition. My intuition told me that there was something missing here and I still proceeded and went forward. So that's the thing is, did I truly listen to my intuition? I didn't. Because my intuition was telling me, ah, Chris, this situation isn't everything, you know, but sometimes lust takes over. Sometimes you make decisions that are not in alignment with your intuition, even though you know inside, like, you know, you made that, I made that decision, right? I, I did. I made the decision to not fully trust my gut. I asked myself, I'm telling you, I, I swear on my life, I even did it. I said, be honest with yourself. Would it be better to spend time with this person or not? And I said, I think I know deep down that I know it's not it. I knew it. 
So, you know, learning lesson, it is what it is. I feel like it happened for that reason, almost for that to happen. It was almost like, Chris, you could go all this way and, and, and you know, take your time and do all this shit. But in reality, you, you have to learn to trust yourself even deeper. You know, you really have to hone in even when you lustfully want to do something, right? I had to hone in. The, the, the hard part for me was I kind of, I felt like I almost people pleased because, because I had told her I wanted to hang out and because I had promised her that I would hang out with her this week, I felt like because when she texted me asking me what was good, I kind of felt like I needed to compromise and say, all right, well, I am going to spend time with you anyways because I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want to make you feel like shit that I just abandoned you and then I'm going to turn around and tell you that I don't want to do this. But long story short, fast forward, um, you know, I, I just, the next couple days, I kind of like, you know, stay my distance away. You know, we're texting, but not really. Uh, you know, I'm working a lot. Friday, I work. Saturday, I work. And then Saturday during the workday, it really just hit me. And I was like, yo, Chris, you got to be honest with this girl. You just got to tell her because I'm just going to, I'm going to disappoint her even worse if I don't say anything at this point. You know, it's like, it is what it is, right? Like I, I got to fucking say something. So, you know, I'm going to play you guys the, um, the voice note of what I sent her. Um, and this will give you guys a good understanding on what to do. And remember, I, this is only three dates in, I am not the type to ghost. I, that's not my vibe. I don't do that. And to be honest, you don't need to, because it's all about good communication. Is it uncomfortable as fuck to send this message? Yeah, it is. But to be honest, if you're an emotionally mature person, this is what you do, to be honest. And if you don't, that's okay too. I understand, you know, some people, it is what it is, you know. It is very hard to have uncomfortable conversations. To be honest, most of my coaching, I'll, I'll be real with you, most of my coaching is being able to push a lot of the people that I work with to have uncomfortable conversations, conversations you've been putting off, conversations that you don't want to have because you know that it's going to potentially hurt the other person. All right, so here's what I said to her. So, sorry, I've been a little bit more uh, distant or MIA lately. Um, I think I've been thinking a lot about this connection and, you know, its uh, purpose in my life. Uh, so, just to be quite honest, like, obviously that first night, well, the, the night that you slept here, you know, it was a little bit difficult for me. And I think that there is some truth to that feeling. And I feel like there is something that maybe I wasn't processing in the moment. Obviously, there's a lot of lust here. Like, I think you're fucking so fucking attractive. It's crazy. Um, but I do feel that from a connection standpoint, right, from like an emotional and just like a chemistry standpoint, like, I don't know if it's exactly what I want or envision for my life. And I think knowing that and feeling that, kind of giving me this hesitation with you. And if it's not a fucking full body yes for me, then, you know, I just need to be real with myself. I need to be honest with myself. Um, and I just want to be honest with you with that too, right? Like, I don't want you to leave, leave you hanging. I don't want you to feel like unwanted or anything like that. Um, but I just wanted to be upfront real with you about that and how I'm feeling. And uh, like, again, I, I would love to just, you know, still be in your life, but I just don't know if a romantic connection between us makes sense for me. And, you know, I'd be lying to myself. Um, and honestly, I'd be following, you know, this connection for, I think, a, a lustful reason instead of the honest reasons, instead of the reasons for building something real with you. Um, and to be honest, like, yeah, I just want to be real with you about that because I don't want you to 
get that impression. And I know that I've been showing you really good energy and good love because I have felt that. But now that I understand this and I've sat with it for a little bit, uh, I just felt like you should know that. And again, I guess I'm down to hang out and chill and do whatever if that's really what you wanted. But to be honest, like, um, from a romantic connection standpoint, like I just, I don't believe that this is going to work for me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, Hey, (sighs) well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So there you have it, folks. Um, And again, you know, see, her response, and this is what I was talking about, about this girl's emotional intelligence. Hi, thanks for being honest. That's all I asked for. I appreciate that more than you know. Smiley face. Like... Of course, like maybe you are disappointed, right? Whatever. And who would not be if I like somebody and they told me that, right? That happened to me with fucking um, the, the previous girl, right? She told me she turned around and said, hey, I, you know, it, it's something that's not, it's not going to work for me or I, I'm not feeling it a hundred percent. Okay. You know, it fucking hurts. That hurts to hear. But the honesty, it, bro, it helps both parties. It helps both people. And the fact that she was mature enough to like receive that information, um, really says a lot about her, really says a lot about her character. And, um, she even wished me a happy birthday after that too. Like, you know, like, like no bad blood, no bad energy. And to be honest, she is going to find her person. And I'm going to find mine. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know. Again, I was very impressed with the way that she took that and handled that. Um, and to be honest, like you don't realize, but having those types of conversations with people will elevate your relationships. Now we're chill. Now it's cool. There's no bad blood. There's no bad energy. You know, so this moves into Sunday. Now, (laughs) my birthday is on Monday, right? This was a conversation I had on Saturday. Some random girl hits me up on Sunday. We've been trying to hang out for the last like month and a half. It's actually the girl who gave me an ick. If you go back to the icks podcast, I was talking about this girl uh, and how she gave me an ick and I didn't really want to hang out with her because I was like, this girl seems like kind of weird and like rude and I don't know, just like not the vibe. Uh, long story short, she hits me up um, and she's just like, yo, I want to see you. I was like, all right, pull up then. Why are you talking shit? I was like, you're ducking me, dog. And she's just like, all right, I'll pull up tonight. I was like, all right, cool. Send her my address. This is Sunday night. Send her my address. I was like, all right, I'm going to finish up some work and which is beautiful because I didn't have to hang out until like nine 30. And I will say this. So one quick thing I want to say before I even get into this, something that's very difficult for me, I think in my dating life is the fact that I do have so much fucking going on. Like 
like to be honest, like even this previous girl, like yes, we went out for lunch the one time, but like the only other two times that I've hung out with her were like after 9:30, 10 p.m. at my house. And the reason is is not just because I'm like I don't care. It really is actually just because I'm like, yo, I am fucking grinding from nine to nine to 10. You know what I'm saying? Like my days are usually packed. So it really is very nice. And I don't want to say the word convenient <laughs> for me to really hang out and just chill at the after hours of the night, right? You know, nine o'clock to like 12, perfect. Three hours, chill, smoke, vibe. Again, it's not even about sex. I promise you it's not. And that's what's crazy too. I understand that you know, uh, a lot of people, we want those real dates, those real times, creating that real time. But for a new connection that I haven't really hung out with yet, sometimes it is hard for me to do more than that, you know? And to be honest, it's not like I'm looking at you like a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because I'm hanging out with you at my house after nine or 10, I'm gonna be honest with you ladies. Like I, I understand that's maybe not enough effort. And I get like, maybe if it was somebody I was, oh my God, over the moon excited for, like I would create that time and and no doubt you're, there's some truth to that. But in reality, it's all based on the connection anyways. It's all based on on what happens when I hang out with you. If I hang out with you at 10 p.m. at my house and it's not like we have to fuck. It, it's not, you know what I'm saying? I don't care about that. I really truly want to see if we're vibing. I truly want to see if like we have good energy together, good chemistry together. And, and the time to me doesn't matter. The place doesn't matter. The setting doesn't matter. What you're wearing doesn't matter, right? Like, I just want to meet you and spend time with you when it's convenient for both of us. When it's convenient for me, it happens to be at those times. So, you know, I understand that it doesn't work for a lot of y'all and I, I get that, but I really will say this is that I truly believe that if the connection is on point, it really don't matter when you hang out. It really don't matter uh, how you hang out. It really doesn't matter who hits up who first, honest, because if it's a vibe and, and, and things are going and I truly, really enjoy you, I... Again, the sex doesn't really matter. And honestly, we could fuck on the first day. And let's get to this. <laughs> Long story short, um, homegirl comes over. Um, and yeah, remember I was like, I had this perception of her. And, you know, she shows up and I'm going I'm to keep it 100 with you. Um, it's not like my perception changed that much. Like Scottsdale energy, right? Like all done up, fake titties, lips, you know, the whole thing. You guys all look the same. You guys get it. Um, but anyways, like cute, right? So hang out. She comes over. Honestly, I, I really will say this. I had, I, I anticipated her not being as cool. And this is what I'm talking about where, you know, looks can be deceiving. First judgments can be deceiving. You know, a homegirl came over, we were hanging out and I'm like, damn, like she's actually fun as fuck. Like, yo, we are laughing. Like we are laughing so fucking much. The vibe is just so like, it didn't matter. Like, she really, I'm, I'm fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm from the jump, like asking you wild ass questions. I'm like, yo, like, you know, tell me about your last relationship. Like what's going on? I'm interrogating the fuck out of you. Honestly, I'm crazy on a first date. I feel like, yo, I am firing off questions left and right the whole time. Honestly, mostly on a date on a first date for me, it is very rare if I'm the one doing the most talking. I, because to me, I'm just ringing off some fucking questions. Like, I want to know some shit. Like, give me the juice. I mean, I'll tell you some shit too if you ask. But a lot of girls are, are to be honest, like, I don't know. I feel like, not that they know stuff about me. I think they kind of do. This girl said it too. You know what I mean? You follow me on Instagram and stuff. So I feel like it's better for me to get to know you because I feel like you kind of have a base understanding of who I am already to a degree. 
Uh, long story short, we're vibing on the couch and we're in some like deep conversations. The energy is good. Um, she's like telling me this. She's like, you know, uh, like we're making out really hard now. And, and like, you know, she like pushes me off her. She's like, if you think that I'm going to like drive over to your house and we're going to fuck like, like you're fucking crazy. Like that's what she told me. She's like, you think you're, yo, you think I'm going to drive over here and, and I'm going to fuck you on the first night? She's like, no, no. I was like, okay, okay. Like I'm, I'm just. I'm just kidding, you know? <laughs> I was like, to be honest, though, I was like, you know, I, so do you guys know that I usually have to take a Cialis in order to bang? So I was telling her this. I was like, well, to be honest, like, I actually normally have to take a Cialis. Like, so, um, you know, so sometimes it's really hard for me because on first dates, I have to, like, determine. I'm like, I told her I was walking to my trash to, like, throw some trash out before she came. And I had a thought bubble. I was like, ah, should I take one? Like, maybe I should take a quarter. Maybe I should take a half. Like, what's her vibe? Like, she's just going to, like, is she going to fuck me? Like, and I was like, you know what, Chris? Like, no, nah, like, don't do that. Like, it's not like that. Like, she's just coming over for a little bit. Like, who fucking cares? Like, it's not even like that. And you guys know what happens when I fucking do that, right? So she comes over and I tell her that. And I was like, yeah, like I didn't take one. Um, she's like, oh, so did you take one or not? I was like, nah, like, you know, I just like, I was like, nah, I was like, I was just going to chill with you. Like, it's, it's not even like that. Like I said, it really is not like that though. I don't know where, like, I understand y'all girls just think that it's always the objective. I mean, to some degree, sometimes. <laughs> Like in the last situation, right? Because she was so hot, it was like it was making me power through, even though I I maybe knew it wasn't everything because she was so hot. So maybe if you're a hot girl, you're kind of fucked. I was thinking that. I was like, if you're a hot chick and you don't really have personality, or maybe it's not that you don't have personality, or you don't have the a true connection, and the guy is not really indicating that to you, that kind of sucks because he could be going after you for a lustful reason, right? And not just, you know, just to chill, just to vibe. And I mean, I think isn't, well, I'll say this. Isn't every connection, dating connection, first date based on lust? It kind of is. Because at the end of the day, you're just basing it off of how they look. Is How could you base it off their personality if you've never gotten to know them? So both people are already there because they just think each other is hot. So you can't blame people when shit like that goes down. Because the reality is we're fucking adults. If we fuck, it's both of our responsibility. It's not just the guys. I fucking hate that. I, I literally hate that. I feel like there's this stigma that it's like it's men's fault when y'all fuck and then shit don't work out. It's like, dog, you you are participating. You get a choice in this too. And y'all act like you don't want to fuck. Y'all want to fuck. Ladies, you like sex too. I know it's insane. Yes, when the guy fucking ghosts you or he stops talking to you, does it hurt? Yeah, it does. <laughs> But don't act like it was his. Oh, it was his idea. Like, oh, you shouldn't have fucked me then. It's like, dog, we're we're in, we're living in the moment. You know, if you don't want to do that, then don't fucking do it. But I will say this: even the last girl, right? It's like maybe if she didn't fuck me and she didn't fuck me, maybe I would have got to the point where I've been like, ah, eh, this connection's on everything for me, and we wouldn't have had sex. But. Would that have been better for her? Was it really that bad to fuck me? Was it really that bad to, for, to get the best 120 seconds of her life? <laughs> the best two minutes of your life? I think it was worth it. <laughs> All right. So fast, fast forward back to the girl on the couch. So 
you know, we have this little conversation. She's fucking telling me how she's not going to fuck me. And I tell her I didn't take a Cialis. And I'm like, we're, I'm cool with that. Like, we really are vibing. But, like, we're vibing. And the reason that we're vibing so hard is because I could fully be myself around her. Like, we were having this, like, deep conversation. I'm fucking straddling her now, right? Like, my hands are over her, right? And my my we're, like, making out. And my, my head's in her face. But now we're having a deep philosophical conversation, even though I'm sprawled on top of her. And I'm just looking her dead in the face. And she's giving me, like, this deep answer of, like, telling her about, like, she's, like, telling me about her, like, past love and, like, what was happening. And then next thing you know, I'm, like, looking her in the face and I'm, like, yo, I'm, like, do you suck dick? <laughs> and she starts crying laughing. She starts crying laughing. And we are just fucking bawling. And, like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I just want to be fucking crazy. She's, like, do you do this to fucking everyone? I'm, like, No. I'm like, maybe, but like, I'm going to tell <laughs> I can't believe I asked her that. I was like, yo, do suck dick. Cause I'm just like, I'm fucking with her though. Like that's the thing is like, I'm joking, but like, you know, if she said like, yeah, like <laughs> long story short, you understand the vibes. It was just like, you know, it was like lustful. It was like sexy, but it was like deep conversation and like she could actually hear me. Like she was actually asking me really good questions about where I'm going, what my goals are and shit. And I was like, damn, like when there was something I felt from her was, was understanding. I felt understanding from her. Like there's some people, women that when I share some like really deep intellectual shit about life, you know, they just kind of brush it off or they don't really understand. I felt that this girl, she got it, you know, she understood. And maybe it's because she's around other, I don't know, maybe some like wealthy dudes or like some confident dudes or whatever. I don't know what the reason is. Uh, but long story short, I did feel very connected to her. I did. I was like, damn, like you actually are like understanding me. We're really fucking vibing. Uh, so like, I think it was like 1130. She said she had work at 5 a.m. And she's like, all right, well, you know, I'm going to leave. I was like, all right, cool. Like it was fun, like chilling with you. Like, I don't know. We're doing like our last little, like, you know how it is hard to leave because you know, you guys are having a good time and the conversation's good. Like next thing you know, like, you know, like I start rubbing her through her fucking leggings and I'm rubbing her through her leggings. Now we're making out next thing, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, uh, I put her fucking hands down my pants. Like she's fucking touching me. She's like, no, but like, you know, she's like, Ooh, she's like, uh, <laughs> I rip her leggings down halfway. They're just past her ass. cheeks. just looking good. I'm like, Ooh, uh, next thing you know, like I'm, um, I'm hitting it from the back. And what's wild is, is my neighbors are throwing a party across the way. And you guys know I have no blinds. I remember, bro, I'm I'm behind her, right? I'm like sideways behind her. My I have socks on. I think my shirt's off. I mean, her shirt is off now too. Um, and I'm just like, yo, it felt good. It was gushy, but like, it was also like she was, like she was hitting me. Like she was fucking me while I was fucking her. It was a nice little combination. We're fucking hitting it, hitting it. I'm looking over my fucking neighbors, bro. I feel like they saw me. I'm like, yo, we got to get down. So I'm ducking down now. I'm trying to like lower myself or fucking, but here's the other thing too. Last time I had nutted was Thursday night. It's now Sunday. Oh, your boy again. This is twice in a row. You're, you, I am not seasoned. 
So, you know, I'm hitting it. It's the one position. It's the one position. It's the one position. We're, yo, we're feeling good. She's rubbing it. And that's the problem is she's fucking me too. I'm like, fuck, this is too much. You know, after like, I want to say I gave her a good four minutes. <laughs> oh my God. I gave her a good, I gave her the best, again, best four minutes of your life. You know, like she's loving it. You know what I mean? I'm fucking, I'm choking her out. Uh, but I just remember like I'm going hella slow and then I just remember bro She clamps down on my fucking tip of my dick with her cooch Next thing you know, I'm like I was like I'm fucking coming. I was like I, I gotta I gotta get this thing out. I pull out <laughs> Fucking jizz all over this girl now You know, I, I just were like looking at each other. She's like, oh, it's in my hair, you know <laughs> uh, She's like all you know, she's dripping all over her I get up. I'm like, oh you know, I go walk and I'm like, ooh, that was pretty good. She's like, are you going to get a towel? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Walk to the bathroom. I'm cleaning myself up. She's like, yo, there's fucking cum all over me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, my bad, my bad. I was like, do you want me to wet the towel? Like, what do you want me to do? Uh, so come over, you know, me wipe her down, wipe her down, wipe her down. <laughs> uh, but like, to be honest, there was a lot. There really was a lot. And I feel like it was both of us. She, she got that, she had that WAP. She really did. Like, honestly, she was already like dripping already th way through the leggings when I was just, when we were four playing uh, to begin with. So I think it was a combination. Uh, long story short, she stands up, she pulls her leggings up and all you hear is like, whoop. <laughs> oh, it's like, I, she's like, feel this. She's like, what the fuck did you do? She's like, she's like, I've never had this. And I was like, yo, I, I was like, I'm backed up. Like, yo, if I'm, if I don't nut for three days, I stopped watching porn. I, I stopped jerking off. So now everything is hella sensitive. You know what I mean? Like I, I haven't nutted since then, to be honest, uh, which is kind of wild. Uh, but long story short, she, uh, you know, uh, I think she leaves. And uh, what did she say to me? She says, I hit every single red light on my way home while sitting in a puddle of cum. <laughs> so with that, I feel it as if you owe me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That was just, uh, like, here's the thing. I was like, wow. But oh, okay, here's what I was going to say about this too. Um, so long story short with her, like, I don't know, maybe we'll hang out again. Maybe we won't. I haven't seen her since actually. So I don't know if it was a one, it wasn't a one-time thing. I feel like we're, we, we vibed, we vibed. Uh, but that's what I was going to say is I hung out with her, no Cialis, just straight vibes, right? The, the emotional connection, the, the mental connection was there. And the sex was, even though it was only two minutes longer, <laughs> it was, it was better. And not because she was like more attractive. It was not because, um, again, the other girl didn't know what she was doing. Honestly, both the same, T to be honest, same tier, both extremely hot. But the, the, the connection that we had was just so much better. The, the conversation, the vibe, the moment, right? The moment just happened. It wasn't planned. It wasn't like we stopped what we were doing. We were just having a good time. Um, and, and long story short, like, I feel like we fucked and like that shit felt hella good. That shit felt amazing. And I'm sure it, I know it was short. <laughs> and again, I'm usually better. I told both of them this. I was like, you know what? I promise you, like I've been doing this for a while. Like I know this is not my best performance, but I'm not even trying to put on a performance to be honest. I don't care. 
The fact that that happens, I'm like, okay, if I fuck you again, obviously, you know, it's going to be longer. It's not a big deal. Um, but it, it was just like that, that shows you the difference in connection that shows you the difference in, you know, what happens when you're vibing with somebody, you know, with a mental connection, the physical is better. You know, it is, it just played out is, um, so yeah, had a really good time. I was like, fuck yeah, like that felt good. I'm like, damn, two notches on the belt, just dropped celibacy. I'm feeling fucking amazing. Dude, my birthday, and it was at it was close to midnight when I banged. So I was like, oh, she literally left my house. She said, Happy birthday. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> what a nice person. She literally, and it was funny though, too, is she literally told me like within 30 minutes before that, you think I'm gonna come over and fuck you? <laughs> No, I didn't think so, but you fucking did. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's a testament to her or, you know, I, oh, 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 I forgot, I forgot to even tell you this. I sent her a voice note. I was like, I was like, you know what's so weird? I was thinking about messaging you um, and I never did, uh, but I really had a good time with you. I, I was like, honest, like, you know, I'm sorry that it didn't, uh, you know, last too long, but hey, as long as we had a good time. And I literally said to her, but I appreciate you not upholding your boundaries. <laughs> like, thank you for not upholding your boundaries, babe. That was amazing. Uh, but here's the thing, even with that, right? So this is exactly what I'm saying. Even though she didn't uphold her boundaries, right? She fucked me on the first night, literally within two hours of meeting me. It didn't matter. Just because you fucked me the first night, that doesn't mean that I'm automatically going to discard you as some fucking slut. Now, yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm not sitting here telling you that this is my wife. Okay. Let's take it easy. Let's take a, <laughs> let's take a step back. Now, all I'm trying to say is I don't think that sex matters because if the connection is fire, the connection is fire. And if you guys are in alignment, you guys are in alignment. Now, the likelihood of somebody being in perfect alignment with you and the connection being that fire and over the long term is what? How slim? How many how many long-term relationships have you been in where where you guys were both saw each other equally and the vibes were high the entire time? 1%? You know what I'm saying? It is such a small number that it gets to that final destination that everybody wants so bad, which is like this relationship, right? This great relationship where there's a great chemistry, great connection, values are on point. You're such a long way from that time. So that's why I'm like, yeah, you could hold off on sex. You could have sex, whatever. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, you guys got to still hang out. You guys got to still see if you guys are in alignment with each other's values. You guys got to still see if you guys both see each other um, in that high of a light moving forward. And that just takes time. And there's nothing else you could do to minimize that, right? All you could do is show somebody your most self-confident version of yourself. And to be honest, do I think that working on a mental connection first does make a difference? I do. You know, I really do. Um, because I don't really know what's going to happen with this girl, because I will say this because we did that, right? I guess, I guess there is a slight assumption in the back of my mind that, and I think for her too, right? Is that both of us are a little bit promiscuous, right? Like both of us can meet somebody and fuck within the first hour or two hours. Now, are there other girls that don't really do that? Yeah, that's true. Are they, are they more valuable? That's a hard question to answer. Really, from a guy's perspective, it really is a hard question to answer because I think I do really actually appreciate a, a woman that does uphold her boundaries in that situation 
But also I, I look at this situation. I'm like, I would choose to hang out with her more than the other girl that took three dates for me to have sex with her. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. She fucked me on the first day. The other one fucked me on the third. But which one did I have a better connection with? You know what I'm saying? Um, now, am I looking maybe, do I feel like uh, wifey is going to be some type of girl that potentially, you know, maybe does have some really strong rooted boundaries, maybe does, um, I don't know, um, you know, uphold that aspect of her a little bit deeper? Probably, right? Because I think what it does is it almost gives a guy a little bit more trust that you don't have that ability. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I sleep with you on the first date, it's like, oh fuck. Like if I fuck up or if I do something wrong, like you could just go turn around and meet some dude and fuck him. Like that's scary. Like when you, when you meet a girl that is like, so is it, it just doesn't sleep with you right away. I think the reason that a guy might value that higher is just because for the sake of trust, right? For the sake of protection, for the sake of, I know that if I, you know, maybe do something or the relationship doesn't go the right way or we hit a rocky period that maybe you don't have that ability to go and just meet somebody else and sleep with them. It feels safer. I think that's really what it comes down to. A girl that doesn't sleep with you right away, just in a guy's eyes, seems safer than a girl that does sleep with you right away. And I will say that about this person, right? I, do I believe that she could be a little bit more for the streets? Yeah, I do. It is what it is. But that doesn't, does that mean I devalue her entirely? No, that's also not true. So I don't want to get the idea that just because you have done that means that you are automatically a loss of value. That's not true. That's not true. Although I think if you're looking for a relationship, a serious one, you should highly consider that fact, right? Is Perception matters. Perception matters. First, you know, first impressions matter. Um. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to control all that, right? It's 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 all pretty random, you know? It really is. Um, but yeah, so long story short, good vibes, good times. Yo, my birthday happens. Yo, such good energy. My best friends are around me. I, I go out on Saturday night. It was a great time. Uh, on Monday, I have my birthday dinner. I'm like, yo, I've got 11 people that showed up for me. Like, for real? That shit, yo, I've... I, I, I have felt, I have never felt happier in my life. I'm going to be honest with you. I have been feeling so fucking good and, and really, and, and I'm not even joking you. And I, and I want to thank anybody that came to that birthday dinner personally. Like you made me feel so special and loved that I can't even begin to describe. Um, but with that being said, um, I have a great fucking time, you know, Tuesday rolls around. I meet with my therapist on Tuesday afternoon. And this is where my life takes a complete turn. I meet with my therapist on Tuesday afternoon. In that meeting, I just like, yo, I was like, works great. My content's going well. I just shot a bunch of skits with, uh, you know, the girl that has been on my IG. She's awesome. I've got a new assistant. She's awesome. I, I mean, I'm telling my therapist, I'm like, yo, everything is great. I'm like, there is no problems. You know, my money's fine. I'm going in the right direction I want to go. I feel like I'm becoming this person that is super self-confident, loving everything about his life. I've got genuine friendships around me. I just had an amazing birthday. And my therapist turns around to me. He's like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The last couple of weeks, you've been, you know, nothing but <laughs> we, we've got nothing to talk about. She's like, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it was almost like, a, you know, you've graduated. You're good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I, I recommend that maybe we just meet like, you know, maybe once a month, every other 
uh, and then ad hoc whenever you need. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, you've really helped me. Thank you so much. I feel really good. I feel very secure. I feel very confident. Hang up the phone and I'm like, man, I'm just working, right? You know, I'm like, all right, cool. Hang up. I'm about to start working on some shit. And I get a phone call. I get a phone call from a random Phoenix number. And it's this guy turning around and telling me that, um, that something happened and I missed a court date and I was supposed to show up at the court at 9 a.m. Now, I'll be honest with you. This is where honesty is so critical. About two months ago, I felt that I saw a jury duty notice and I didn't really know what day or what time. I just kind of threw it to the side when I, I saw it in the mail and I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I'll, I'll like look at it again when I need to. Anyways, you know how that goes. Put the fucking jury duty notice down somewhere, went somewhere. I'm like, eh, whatever. So I get this random phone call and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, fuck, they got me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, ah, I missed fucking jury duty and some shit went down. He's like, my name's like Lieutenant Blank. Here's my badge number. You are, uh, you know, are being charged for contempt of court. You're being charged for missing blank. This case is going to the federal government. They're like, you need to actually turn yourself in right now. He's like, you can't get off the phone with me until you come into the station. I'm like, right now? I'm like, well, I'm like, this. I was like, what is going on? He's like, there's two ways you could go about this. The criminal way, he's like, you can hang up right now and call your attorney. But the thing is with that is, you know, once we talk to you, you'll be in a holding cell until we get this signature verified that you were supposed to show up for jury duty. And I was just like, I was like, what's the civil way? I'm like, I'm just trying to get this taken care of the easiest way as possible. Just like, tell me what's good. He's like, all right, well, you can do the civil way, which is you come down here, you write down your signature right now. You have to come right now. You cannot hang up the phone. And he's like, um, you know, the only thing is, though, is that you cannot come down here because we're going to arrest you because you have these misdemeanors on your on your file. He's like, you actually got to go to the U.S. Treasury building um, and go ahead and deliver them the the money for those cases. And it's worth five thousand dollars, two thousand five hundred for the first one, 2,500 for the second one. I'm just like, what? I was like, so I'm like, I'm supposed to come up with $5,000 right now and bring it down there and then come to you. He's like, yes. He's like, stay on the phone with us the whole time. He's like, uh, you know, go to the bank and, you know, go there. And then he's like, they don't accept debit card for this. They only do cash. Um, so you're going to have to get off the bank. And at this point I should have noticed that shit was being weird, but in my head, the guilt that I had felt from seeing that notice and not, Going to it, I just was like, oh, you know, maybe this is normal procedure. I don't fucking know. Long story short, the bank is closed. So I'm like, yo, the, it's five o'clock, dog. Like, wait, wait. He's like, all right, well, here's what we'll do. He's like, um, what we could do is I'll set you up with some of the clerks that the, at the treasury office. Let me get their information. Puts me on hold, transfers me to somebody else. This guy answers the phone. He's like, all right, so here's what you're going to want to do. Um, you're going to type in this information. You could do it. We're going to see if we could get it over Zelle. Bro, I send electronic payment over to these people. Yes, yes, for the amount listed, yes. And now I'm questioning, I'm like, yo, I was like, can I get a verification call that this is the actual government? He's like, all right, hold on. Another person answers the phone. They're calling caller ID. I'm not joking you. I could show you this on my phone. 
Caller ID. Maricopa County U.S. District Court Office. Another person answers the phone. Hey, this is blank. Uh, Sergeant blank. You know, just want to let you know that this is real. I'm just like, dude, I'm like, yo, is this fucking real? I'm like tripping. And then they started asking me for more. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. So I start calling 911 on my opposite phone. I'm like, yo, these people are yelling me at the phone. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, should I hang up? Eventually, I just hang up and I'm talking to the police. I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers scam me. I'm on the phone with these people. I'm not joking for both things for over an hour. So I randomly send these fucking people $5,000. Mind you, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> like that's a lot of fucking money, dog. Um, but anyways, I, I'm trying to, I'm in the process of disputing that right now with fucking Zell. Um, oh my God. So long story short, I'm fucking scrambling. I'm like, yo, I have my flag football game at 730. I get to the field at like 6.45, 7 o'clock. You know, I do a little bit of stretching, but they're like, yo, like, let's go. We got to practice some plays. We start practicing a little bit. Um, you know, play my flag football game. Next thing you know, bro, I'm like, throw me a swing pass. I got this. Guy throws me a pass. I go to run. Chop. Back of the leg. Pop. All I remember is going down and feeling like I did it again. I was like, I did it again. And was running through my mind. So a torn Achilles tendon is six to eight months in, in fucking rehabilitation. It's, it's worse than tearing your ACL. I remember just like as they're carrying me off the field, I'm just like, it is just, my mind is just like, I have to do this for another six months. I was like, I'm going to be struggling to walk. I'm going to have a boot and a cast on. I'm going to have to get surgery for the next two or three months. More, four. And I'm just like, I, I'm laying down on the sideline and I'm like, how is this happening to me right now? How is this happening to me right now? You guys want to know the kicker? I don't have health insurance. <sighs> All of my, how did my life that was going so fucking amazing. I'm not, I literally, I just told my therapist how amazing my life has been. Amazing. One phone call, four hours later, I'm on the ground, torn Achilles, cannot walk, and I'm dealing with a scammer that just pulled $5,000 away from me. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yo, what the fuck did I do? I did not deserve this shit. Is it because I told you I, I was like, I was like, Lord, is it because I told you I was fucking happy, dog? Is it because I told you my life was perfect that you had to come in and fucking punch me right in the motherfucking face and say, guess what, bitch? Not today, but there's a reason this is happening. I don't know what the fuck the reason is, and it's hard to even fathom. But you just gotta roll with it, right? Take it day by day. I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. I mean, and it's hard, right? You know, you get this injury. I'm like, damn, all my girls are starting to like give me this like distant energy now. I was supposed to like hang out with some like some girl <laughs> and she like didn't show up. Like, I had another one that's like, we're not fucking. I'm like, why? Because I got a fucking torn ACL, like torn Achilles. You can't bang me. <laughs> I was like, yo, in, in a bed, I can figure it out. You know what I mean? We'll see. If I got a cast on, you won't fuck me. That's fucked up. Fucking help a brother out, dog.
Like, get, watch, in three or four months, you're going to want me again. But now that I'm a broken toy, you don't want me? Fuck you. This is when you see who the fuck is genuine in your life. When you're fucking hobbling your ass around, you're broke as shit, you can't afford nothing, and we're going to see who fucking shows up for me. Because I'm telling you, in a year from now, fuck these motherfucking hoes. All right? I'm going to utilize this time as best I motherfucking can because I deserve it for me. But the fact that I can't make skits, and I'm probably retired from flag football for the rest of my life too, which kind of sucks because I really love playing it. Uh, so we'll see. All right. So long story short, um, we got really far away from the main topic, which was, all right, signs that they're just not that into you. So let's get after it. Um, I'm going to start with this. This is... Um, well, I'll start with some of the quick ones, and then I had a long response from a girl and a long response from a guy for signs they're just not into you. So we're going to see the difference between men and women um, you know, when they go through this or when they know when something's awry, um, and we're going to talk about some of the funny reasons that you guys uh, kind of selected. So let's start off with some of the quick ones for now. So signs you're just not into them. When they cancel plans and you're more happy than sad, you're not wrong. When they message you and you feel like it's wasting your phone battery. <laughs> Damn. Damn, yo. So I feel like this is going to be the theme. It's just like when you just kind of think to yourself like, eh, you know, this person just isn't it because you're just like, it is what it is. This one blew my mind. When Signs that you're just not into them. When you don't ask them to share their location with you. I mean... Dog, I'm not sharing my location with you at all. Even if I'm into you, I could actually, you could be my wife. <laughs> I do not want to share my location with you. I know that sounds radical, but I'm going to keep it real with you. I know you want to check in on me, but to me, that's too invasive. Even if we're married, even if we're married, I'm not sharing my location with you. I'm good on that. Like we got to have enough trust that it is what it is. You want to know where I'm at? Fucking call me, dog. I, I share my location with my buddies, with my homies. With my friends. Actually, if I share my location with you, it, it probably means that I don't look at you like anything more than just friends or with sex. Just going to keep it a hundo. But if this girl doesn't share her location with you, then she don't like you that much. <laughs> um, indifferent of whether I see them again. Yeah. When I don't care if they hit me up. Exactly. Um, signs you're just not into them. When you start giving dry-ass responses and not texting first, ooh, that's how you know, bro. When they hit you with the dry responses, I mean, it is what... It, I feel like you could feel that energy, but a lot of us neglect it. You know, I had this one girl that was, like, texting me, and she's like, oh, I want to see you. And she's like, hey, hang out. And then we, now we don't text at all. We barely try to hang out with each other. I'm like, let's be real with ourselves. Like, we don't like each other. Why, why are we even wasting time? Ooh, this one's crazy. Signs you're just not into them when you don't want to be seen with them. Ouch. Do you guys remember the story about the girl that I was at the rave with and she didn't want to be seen with me? She just wasn't that into me, dog. Damn, that hurts. <laughs> um, ooh, I like this a lot. Signs you're just not that into them. When you're still checking on, triggered from your ex. Yo, facts. If your ex is still a factor, you don't really care about the person that you're with. You don't. 
because that means that they are not exciting you that much or you guys don't have that chemistry that you and your ex did. Uh, you need to fucking heal, sweetheart. <laughs> you need to take a step back or you need to find somebody that is better than him because you can't be doing that. Uh, signs you're just not, a, not that into him. When you're continuing to check your dating apps, don't be a hoe. Don't be a fucking hoe. Um, you get annoyed when they ask when you're going to make time for them in your schedule. Yikes. I think that's just the theme, right? If you're just not willing to see them or not spend time with them or just not text them at all, it just is what it is. Um, signs you're just not that into them. Letting them console me about my ex. Oh, that's a friend zone. That's a, that's a hard friend zone. When I dread replying and I eventually just stop. Yeah, you're not wrong. Signs you're just not into them. When everything they do is an ick. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's more for women to men. Um, I guess I get that with some women, but like, I feel like women, y'all, once you don't like somebody, that's it. Like that dude is toast. Like, yo, if that, if that dude sends you a text message, if he makes you breakfast, if he fucking you know, opens your car door, you don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's icky to you. Even if it was dope, if another guy did it, you know, uh, signs, you're just not that into them. When the jokes are not funny and they're boring to talk to, fucking amen, dog. If I'm not having fun with you, that's it. <coughs> Goodbye. Um, signs you're just not that into him. When you smash his friends too. <laughs> what? What? That's insane. Yeah, I would assume if you're fucking his friends, then you're probably not into just him. That's a good point. That's some ho shit. Signs you're just not that into him. When you start imagining someone else while orgasming. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, brother. Rest in peace. <laughs> I wish there was a sign that somehow uh, came up on the top of your head. You know, how, like on TikTok, they have a little trend where like, you know, the things like, doo -doo 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 -doo, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, like when you orgasm, it shows the picture of who made you orgasm above your head. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, Wow. Signs you're just not that into him. After we smash, I pretend to fall asleep so he'll dip and I don't actually have to talk to him. <laughs> oh my God. Bro, you're just a piece of meat, dog. That fucking, that hurts. I know for a guy, it's always like, yeah, we're just, we care about sex. But when a girl treats you like a piece of meat, <laughs> that shit hurts, bro. Um, ooh, signs you're just not that into him. Bad language immediately turn off. He says go instead of good. Use instead of you. Oh, so he's hood. <laughs> I'm not going to leave that in there. <laughs> uh, oh. Um, here's a sign I'm into you. Watch your mouth. Signs you're just not that into them. When they do something oddly familiar as an ex... And you immediately get an ick. Oh, those red flags coming to haunt him, bro. He doesn't even know. Signs you're just not that into them. When the kitty don't tingle. If that thing ain't purring, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> Signs you're just not that into them. If a dude is open about eating ass, I would tell him to his face because ew. <laughs> 
Oh, you don't like ass eaters? I'll eat your ass, baby. Come on to the show. I'll fucking eat your ass on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I feel like maybe you haven't gotten your ass eaten appropriately or right. I'll help you out, sweetheart. Don't you worry. Uh, my tongue has been around a fucking asshole before. <laughs> Ooh, this one's a good one. Signs you're just not that into them. The little things that they do that used to that used to find adorable suddenly become annoying as fuck. Ooh, that energy shift of just like, ugh, stop fucking doing those nice things for me, dog. I'm out. Um, sign she's just not that into you when she isn't laughing when you said something. Yeah, you're right. You know, you girls laugh at everything. You fucking phony ass bitches. You know, that's what you are. You fucking lying to him. Every guy can't be funny. You know, that's true. Stop making it up. I know he's hot. Get off the dick. <laughs> Ooh, signs you're just not that into him. You enjoy their company, but you don't crave any intimacy, affection with or from them. Gosh. You guys are making me realize how much this girl did not like me. <laughs> like, fuck, you're not wrong. I'm like, she didn't, there was no intimacy. I'm like, what's going on? You want to hang out with me all the time, but I'm like, you don't want to do anything. She's fucking playing me, dog. Just like she played every other fucking dude before me. Fuck. That's why when a girl tells me she's emotionally unavailable now, I'm done. Oh, speaking of which, at my birthday dinner, the server was really cute. Really nice blue eyes, beautiful girl. Uh, ended up getting into a conversation with me. Again, you know me. <laughs> but this time, remember, I learned my lesson. Last podcast, I talked about how I stopped going for the Instagram. Remember that? So that's what I did. I was in her face. I was in her face. I was in her face. I'm looking her dead in the eye. I'm like, so I'm like, yo, let's chill then. I'm like, let's hang out. And she's just like, oh, I don't talk to boys. Like, I'm emotionally available. She told me to, her fa to my face. Oh, I, so I already knew. I played this game before. I was like, all right, whatever. I was like, yo, if you don't want to chill with me, you don't have to. I was like, yo, let me get your number. Uh, she's like, I don't give out my number at work. I don't give out my number at work. I was like, all right. So then like, let me add you on Instagram. Fine. I was like, fine. I didn't want to do this because I didn't want you to see this without fucking getting to know me first. I was like, don't worry. I'm not even going to message you anyway. And she's like, why are you even getting my Instagram then? I was like, fine, give it to me. Got her Instagram, never messaged her. <laughs> If you tell me you're motion available now and that like you're playing that hot girl ego game, I'm done, son. I can't. I'm not. Yo, if a girl turns around and they are between the ages of 21 to 26 and they turn around and tell you that they are motion available or that they're living their best life or they're not really looking for anything or that they don't really care or that they're not going to answer, you know, they don't give a fuck. Bro, dead that girl on the spot. She is just going to give you the fucking motherfucking runaround. Facts. I learned the hard way. Uh, all right, this girl sent in a voice one. Let's take a look. My messy work from home vibes, but I think usually I'll just text them and say, hey, I appreciate you for giving me your time. However, after thinking about it, I don't want to pursue anything romantically. If you still want to be friends, let me know. If not, no worries. And signs when you're just like not into someone like when they're being like too clingy it makes me want to like take longer to text them back like i don't want to text you every second of every day you know so mm, what's the lesson mind. here boys don't text her <laughs> stop texting her back right away she wants you to be unavailable see this is the problem this is the motherfucking problem 
Is the only way to win is to just not fucking care as much? Come on. There has to be a balance, though. There has to be a balance. I, I agree. You can't just be like everybody up your ass because I, I agree. That's annoying to anybody. Um, but there also needs to be a little bit more vulnerability behind that. And here's the thing. I think if somebody is still in that phase of life where they are so concerned whether or not somebody's texting them back all the time or whatever, um, they're just not emotionally prepared to really be in a, in a functional relationship. I find that a lot of those people that are chasing those guys that are mega unavailable or whatever, you just haven't really learned your lesson yet. And you're still at that point where you're still chasing that BS. Um, but at the, at the same time too, it does need to be flavorful and needs to be fun. It can't be all up in your ass. It can't be texting every fucking day. It needs to take its time, especially at the beginning of a relationship. Take your motherfucking time. Signs you're just not that into them. When you reply to their snaps looking ugly as fuck, I don't know if I agree with that. Maybe I just think you look fucking ugly as fuck all the time. Boom! <laughs> Got him, right? I mean, probably not. All right, so let's go to the big responses from these two people. One was a girl's perspective and one was a guy's. Um... Let's start with the guys and then we'll get, actually, let's start with the girls just because I feel like the girls have been more prevalent and I think it's going to be similar. All right. So this is a guy. He responded back to me. Um, I'm sorry, a girl. And she said, this is generally how it goes. You get the ick from stuff that they do or say, you notice too many red flags. So you start to hint at things you like, prefer in a relationship. They mention things you don't like that they do to see if they change, grow, accept boundaries progresses into less touching, connecting, effort, texting. This is for a guy I want to be into, but then notice too many red flags, so I'm nice about the heartbreak. If it's only been a few dates and we haven't slept together yet and we're not that close, then pretty much ghost. That's real, though. Women are not taking accountability. If y'all didn't bang, I mean, to be honest, even a lot of women that, like you know, you don't bang, it, they, they will ghost your ass. That's the thing is you're, you're totally right. I feel like I think it's both. First off, it's both genders. It's both genders. If you're not that into somebody and you're starting to just like be like, eh, it is what it is. It is that trail off of the texting. Like think about the situation I brought up earlier. It was kind of like a day or two after like feeling that I was just like, eh, I don't really feel like texting you. Like you're just like, ah, you just don't care. You know what I mean? You just start to lose the energy of just like, do I really want to keep up with this person? Like, fucking not really. Like, it is what it is. So I feel like that's just the energy, right? Like, you got to trust your intuition. When you start to feel that you don't really care about texting them or, you know, it is what it is. Or maybe they're just not within your values. You start to realize that. Just like, bro, fucking end it. Just end it. Send a text message. I'm not a fan of ghosting. Send a fucking voice note. Send a text. Just, it doesn't even need to be that hard. <laughs> so this is from a guy's perspective. So yeah, the way I feel around them sounds pretty simple, but in order to understand this, you have to have a pretty good understanding of yourself. I went out with a really nice girl who has her stuff together and is quite intelligent, although it just wasn't there for me. She didn't give me the feeling, that feeling of aliveness that I need. The woman that I'm with needs to make me feel like I'm starting, staring over a mountain ledge with a parachute just about to jump. Jesus Christ. As far as letting them know this, simply just an honest conversation done in a sincere way. Honesty and communication, I would say, are the key factors in really anything in life. Thank you, uh, sir. I, I would agree with the last part, but I, I don't, you know, the, the, the looking over the cliff part is interesting. Um, 
I agree with you though. Like it's kind of crazy when you meet those people, but just because you have that feeling with somebody initially is no indication of how great of a partner they're going to be. So that's the only scary part about only going after girls that give you that fucking rush or that feeling. But I will say this, there have been really beautiful, nice girls in my life that have checked a good amount of boxes for me that I would agree with this guy where like maybe just the way that they present themselves is not like confident or the way that they present themselves is just so just like overly nice. It's kind of like the nice guy thing, but for girls, like you can get into that too, where it's just, it's just so like easy. It kind of just feels like there's not a lot of chemistry. Um, and I don't know. I think the way that you meet matters. I think the, 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 the energy that is there between both of y'all, I mean, you could check a lot of boxes, but if there's not that rush, it sounds to me like there is uh, maybe not enough physical attraction there. That's what it was sounding like to me. Um, but yeah, I think that that plays a major role, right? It's like the way that you look, the way that you come off, the the energy that you exude, your aura. Uh, just got to always just on, always be on point as best you can in the dating game, bro. You show up uh, just a little bit lackadaisical or a little too nice to somebody. I mean, have fun with it too. You know, something I I feel like we neglect to think about is there's so many opportunities out there and not saying that you need to just like discard everyone, but shoot your shot, do your best, be confident, learn from the, the previous partner, the previous dating situation and go out there and just do it again. Have fun. I mean, think about my Achilles. It is what it is, right? Sometimes you just got to put the boot on, make the mistake and you just got to keep rolling with it. You can't get discouraged. Uh, when you fall out of love with somebody or someone rejects you or, or whatever, I don't know. All right. Um, last things, we're just going to do a couple of those voice questions and we will wrap up for the day. There are two main things I realize I do when I'm not really into someone. Like the first is like, if they ask me for a gym selfie or just like a general selfie, I'm honestly just not feeling it. Like I'll kind of make up an excuse about gym what, selfie? Like, I just don't feel like sending it to them. If I'm really into someone, like I don't care and that's cool. But when I'm not, I just, it's not there. And- oh, you're sending like, Oh, over text. I'd be asking girls for that. Cause like, yeah, I want to see like, you know, we want to see some ass baby. And the other thing is like, I won't really modify my schedule at all for someone. If I'm not feeling it, like I normally, I'm very routine with everything I do. Like I work a lot. I go to the gym almost every day. And even on, like, I really like my alone time. So there's normally a couple days, like, I just chill at home, do my thing at night. And then there's one night I normally... Home. (laughs) I go out by myself. And if I'm not really into the person, like, if I can't sacrifice any of my alone time for someone, it's it's just a no for me. Like, I've realized, like, already I just, it's not going to work if I would prefer to be by myself than to spend any time with them. And so normally, honestly, I'm straight up with them about it. Like, I just kind of tell them that I'm not. Yep, let them know. So pretty much what she's saying is when she doesn't want to create time, you don't really care that much. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier in the podcast, though, where I was bringing up the fact that, like, you know, I will say, though, there are some times and maybe you're right. Maybe you're, maybe I'm just not initially that into the perception of who I think you are, and that's why I'm not creating as much time. But I will say that if I if I meet you, even when I'm not create again creating time for you, aka I'm I'm seeing you when it's convenient for me, I feel like I could still really vibe with you and really 
you know, enjoy. But I do agree. Like, I, I think it really does come down to creating time. If, if you are willing to modify those things and get out of your routine for that person, I think that definitely shows somebody something. Um, but anyways, next one. A true sign that I'm not into them starts when I ask them if they had a COVID vaccine. And if they did, I'm not into them because I'm not going to be sucking any vax to come. <laughs> Yo. Damn. Yo, some people are so political about that. Relax. First off, nothing's going to happen to you, fucking dick sucker. All right? N like, just take it easy. Okay? You're not going to die. I, people are so are tripping so much about, like, dumb shit like that. Bro, you know how many things I've injected into my body? I'm good, dog. Wait, actually, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Fuck. I made it seem like it was heroin or something. I didn't, like, take it easy for a second. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no. My whole point is we've gotten so many different vaccinations over our lives. I've done testosterone. I've done trend. Uh, you know, like, you really think it's it's coming out of my fucking cum into your mouth and you're you're going to die? Gosh, that's some fucking weird Republican energy, but I love it. You know what? Stick to your guns. I agree. Do, do I even agree with COVID vaccinations? I don't. I didn't. To be honest, I didn't want one. I didn't. I really don't. I don't believe in shit like that because I'm like, I'm healthy. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person to fucking, I didn't fuck with masks. None of that. And I'm not even Republican. I'm not, I'm not liberal either. I'm moderate. My whole point is I agree with people being able to handle shit on their own. And I wish we could have done that a little bit more during that time. Although I did enjoy the pandemic though. So there's, you know, pros and cons to everything in life, but to not suck their dick because they have the COVID vaccine. <laughs> that's just funny. I would say a pretty big sign that you're not that into them would be if they start talking to somebody else or like somebody's flirting with them and you don't get jealous. I'm not saying that mm. jealousy's healthy entirely but uh to have like a little bit of zealous for your partner or like a little bit of um i guess you could say like protective energy about your partner like um i would say that that's healthy but if they start talking to somebody else or somebody else is flirting with them and you really don't care i'd say that's like a big sign that you're not that into them Ooh, i love that no one's really brought that up and i think that's such a great signal Although there are some girls that I felt protective over and jealous over that I've actually never even slept with. And also I will say this though, there it's not necessarily even girls that I would have considered sleeping with or being with long-term. Sometimes it's just like lustfully because I feel like it's my friend or my girl friend, girl space friend. Sometimes I'm like, whoa, don't touch my girl. <laughs> Even though I've never slept with her and I don't want to sleep with her. I don't want you sleeping with her. You know what I mean? It's like I get protective. So I, I think to a degree, you're right about this though. But I, I wouldn't take this as the all the way reason because there's there's a lot of times where you could be jealous about somebody that you don't actually care that much about. So long story short, I went on a date with this guy to a five-star restaurant. Um, he was like very physical and like, wanted to like touch me and hold my hand and things like that which is totally fine i think hand holding is totally fine but he tried to massage my feet under the table um <laughs> and i was not comfortable with it and he like didn't get the memo so i did you tell him probably him not the next day that like hey listen 
I, you're a great person because he really was. He was wonderful. He was nice and respectful besides trying to touch my feet. Um, <laughs> and I said, you know, I think you'll be a, a great person for somebody, but you're just not my type. And it was like easy as that. I feel like it's harder to tell somebody that you're not into them when you've been talking for months to that mm-hmm. person and then they do something that like really turns you off. Like you figure out that they have anger issues or you know, um, some type of issue that you just can't see yourself being with them in the future. I feel like it's harder to tell that person that you don't want to talk to them anymore. Yep. Um, versus like somebody that you just know you're not compatible with right away. Totally agree with that. I think it's way different having like a real, you know, breakup. Right. And to be honest, cause I really do feel like the, the breakups, you know, what's interesting though, for the people that I've talked to for months, some of those breakups happen fast. Like you guys are like fucking fighting. Something happens, bro. It could happen over a text just like that, you know? And it's very, those ones I think break way harder, right? Because it's not like you could break up and be homies. Like that's a breakup where you're like, all right, I'm not going to talk to your ass ever again. I mean, maybe you won't either with the other person too. Uh, but you're right. The stakes are way higher um, in that particular situation. Now, when it comes to the feet thing, <laughs> You know, I, I get it. And homie took you up to a five-star restaurant. You know, the vibes were good. You know, gave you the little feet play. Uh, sounds to me like he's somebody that is, I don't know. I don't want to say flexing. I don't even know. If I had the money to take a girl to a five-star restaurant for every first date, I don't even know if I would still do that. Just because I'm like, where do, how do we grow? You know what I mean? Are the stakes always going to be this high? I guess if I'm just stupid loaded, who gives a fuck, right? Um, I don't fucking know, but I've always, I, I've never wanted a girl to like me for my money. I've never wanted a girl to like me for like those things. I mean, obviously they matter, you know, they really do fucking matter. Uh, and I'm not saying that they don't, right? Just how we could say, uh, you know, the, the reverse is not true, right? It's like, as a girl, you want a guy to like you for who you are. Like, yes, definitely. But is attraction a factor? Absolutely. You know, so is money. It, all these little shallow things are still kind of factors. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to mitigate that risk as much as possible by trying to be myself as quickly as possible. So, Maybe not going over the top on a first date. Maybe not like, I don't know, I guess being myself or being myself means like I want to dress down. I don't want to go somewhere and go fucking super hard because that's not my lifestyle. Um, So I don't fucking know where I'm going with that other than, I don't know. <laughs> All right, last one. Okay, so how do I tell them I'm not that into them? Honestly. So you're you're a good guy. Um, you know, we get along and, and, but I'm just not feeling that click. Mm. Um, there's Ah. gotta be that spark. That click. Spark. You know, I wish you the best of luck, but, um. (laughs) Have a good one. It's just not working out. All right. See you later. (laughs) All right. No click, no spark. Um, we're not moving. That's, that's what you're saying. See you later. I think that was a very nice way of saying it. I'd be laughing the whole time I'd listen to that voice note. (laughs) But anyways, that's our podcast for this week. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, if you want to donate to my GoFundMe, I don't have one. Uh, just start sending me money through uh, Venmo or Zelle or whatever you want to do. Or, you know, better yet, if you really enjoy my self-confidence, regardless, I'm down $40,000 in the hole. Uh, maybe sign up for some coaching. 
Um, or sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not coaching. And I know I said coaching earlier in the podcast. It's mentorship. I don't, I'm not a coach. I'm a mentor, right? I'm not your fucking, I'm not your dad, right? Actually, maybe I am your dad. Actually, I am your dad. Actually, let's call it family ties. Sign up to join my family and be my daughter or my son. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I couldn't afford you anyway. I couldn't even afford child support right now. Um, anyways, I've got one leg for the next couple months. Um, you know, wish me luck, thoughts and prayers. Um, but regardless, we're going to work hard. We're going to eat right. We're going to do the things that make us happy. And we're going to love one another deeply. All right. I love you guys a lot. And I'll talk to you very soon.